Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special episode of InFlight. Everybody who is on this episode has been on InFlight before. We are trying something new out. It's more of a conversation. Uh, we're not trying to learn a specific thing about one person. Uh, we're just here to talk. Uh, and we have Magnus and Bill with us, uh, who are two very prominent people in the flight simulation industry. And then we have Norm and myself, who are uh, just the podcast guys. <laughs> um, but today, we're going to talk about the big announcement uh, that has come out of Microsoft and Asobo, which is the April 18th release date of FS 2020. We'll be just talking about you know, how we feel about it and whatever comes up. Uh, so Magnus and Bill, welcome back to the show. Um, what is everybody's thoughts on FS 2020? Yeah, let's jump right into it right off the bat. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you first. Who, wow. me? Well, or that was just Magnus and Bill, but... <laughs> I'm sure yeah, all we of were, us have... We a... were kind of talking about this prior to the, uh, to the podcast, and everybody's feeling, and I think we're not alone in this that everybody's feeling is that we think it's a bit early perhaps have they um has asobo been pressured by microsoft or is there anything there that could be i don't know um it just you feels a same? bit early uh, yeah no. yep it's um <laughs> it's it's cautious optimism a cautious meaning that we saw the trailers, we saw what it looks like, but, you know, based on, you know, things I've heard in the sim community, is it ready? Is it ready for the 18th of next month? And yeah. so if it's not ready, you know, a lot of people are going to be very disappointed because the sentiments of many people is that this is the thing. Everything else is no good after this comes out. But I'm like, hey, take, pump the brakes a little bit. Let's be cautious here. It's a new sim. It's going to have growing pains. And so cautious optimism is my word right now, based on what, you know, what we know so far. Absolutely. It's my, my, yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, my angle on it is kind of, uh, first thing is they're still in the alpha. That's one thing. So just having a release date now when they're still in the alpha is like, okay. And then there's the other things that we've heard around the community about it being not bad. It looks beautiful. Let's get that right off the bat. And um, yeah. it looks fantastic. The weather looks fantastic. Um, I hear a lot of good stuff, but um, yeah, I was I was expecting more of a longer beta run before they came out with a release date. I think many uh, expected a release date around Christmas, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I mean, I was expecting. We also touched on this really quickly uh, before recording started. I was honestly expecting it to change into being uh, FS twenty twenty one, because it from everything that I've heard, it that just same seemed like it was a lot more of an accurate time frame for them to get something out that really encapsulates all the videos that we've seen. Because of course, every company. Uh, that releases videos about their new product tries to make everything the best that it can be, and I was expecting them to actually be ready by that uh, for that 
at around the 2021 time, so like really late. Um, but I guess not. It it definitely came as a surprise. But I mean, let me let me ask you this: What do you guys think the community is like? How they're going to react to everything? <laughs> I think the community is <laughs> going to do what the community always does. <laughs> you know the way they react to every single new thing ever and by the community i mean humanity yeah <laughs> so we're just we're creatures of habit right and when something changes even if it changes for the better even if it's wonderful there are going to be people who bitch and whine about it changing i mean that's yeah. just how it is and uh i i think microsoft have i don't want to say they've shot themselves in the foot with the marketing because they've done a brilliant job of marketing it so far and the sim that they're backing it up with, I think is phenomenal. I mean, let's be honest. It's, it's like, I think it was Magnus that said it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to look at. And, uh, I, I get a smile every time I start it, but it's not, it's not the be all and end all yet. It, it, it could be, but it's not, it's not quite there yet. It's close. Oh, yeah. the loud mouths in the community do disagree <laughs> with you there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Explain his death. I, mean, I consider it it's the next <laughs> gen sim. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I get yeah. that all the time. Oh, explain is dead come the 19th of August, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. It is a next generation, period. I mean, there's nothing else to say about that. However, is it ready to be the next gen when it when it rolls out? Or is it going to take a year or more with all the teething pains and growing pains to get it to that level that, you know, seasonal simmers are used to for all the new people coming into sim the sim world now this is going to be the best thing for them this is going to be the best thing they've ever seen nothing's going to be beat it it's going to just be glorious for the older guys in the community older meaning that being flight sim for a very long time once you get your hands on it and you start using it then you're going to see a lot of things that goes okay this could be improved this could be improved this could be improved and so forth and so on and that's that's where i come from as far as my expectations for it going, you know what, it's going to be great in, in many aspects, just the visuals. However, there's going to be little things that you're going to get to see that goes, wait a minute. Yeah, that's not yeah. ready. So, have, you know, as, as Bill says, the, the, the community is going to do what the community is going to do. I have two, uh, two angles on, on the effect on the community. And one would be that <laughs> the explain community will be relieved of kind of haters. <laughs> I think many will come over to the um to the uh Microsoft Flight Simulator community and you'll have a lot of the loud voices being more present there. That's maybe that's kind of a not negative a thing. thing for uh, no, not for explain <laughs> community in that sense, but um, no, exactly. Another angle on it is there's there's plenty of hate to go around. I think. Yeah, sure, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But one one thing that is kind of interesting is that Microsoft will now bring in so many new people who have never even heard about Flight Sim, and they will they will come in via Xbox, and they will be sniffing around for to get more out of this. And how can I get better controllers? Oh, there's a PC. Oh, there's another uh, flight simulator here that's called X-Plane. Let's try that out. And they probably will like the uh, the, the depth of uh, simulation in, 
in uh, some of the add-ons. So I think it will spill over a lot over to all of the uh, P3D, X-Plane, all of the simulators will get more people in. I think it's a good thing for everyone, actually. Yeah, I agree. But I also think that people are forgetting right now that X-Plane has been at X-Plane 11 for a number of years, and X-Plane 12 is bound to come as well because people are treating it as if it's like x-plane is never going to evolve and it's going to stay the exact same way that it is where i mean norman i spoke to austin and he hates a lot of the things that users hate about x-plane like he hates the weather and he wants to change the weather he thinks the textures are terrible and that the textures could be better and all stuff like that i and i i feel like with that considering that x-plane is also going to evolve as well it it might just be a temporary moment of extreme hype from a lot of people. And then people are going to slowly sit back into other simulators and exper experience other things, especially as the response to FS2020 grows. Because, I mean, Laminar would have to be pretty stupid to not respond to it in any way, which it seems like they're kind of doing. I love that. So, um let me repeat what you just said. It says temporary moment of extreme hype. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> it's true. No, for real. I mean, as far as the X-Plane response, I mean, the one thing for me that Microsoft Flight Sim just raised the level a thousand percent is the autogen. Yeah. And they can do it because they own the ortho stuff. You know what I mean? What is X-Plane going to do in that regards? You know, weather is one thing that's cool and you can build that. But the autogen stuff is is pretty amazing. You can literally, as everybody's going to do, the first day they get it, just fly over to the house and look at it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. So what would explain? What's going to be explain's response to that? Is my question. Be interesting to see if Austin uh, drops the hate hatred of ortho imagery at some point uh, and starts to embrace it. Maybe he has already. I don't keep up. No, he no, didn't. In the he, last interview, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he, he we asked off. him He's about it. Down on it He's sure. not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we asked him about it and he was like, ortho is the stupidest thing. I don't get why you would ever like it. Uh, I'm going to stick to doing autogen and making it way better. And I mean, if he does that and he makes something that looks as good as FS2020 with like his own autogen, I might be able to sacrifice flying over my house. <laughs> I have a feeling that Austin saw the alpha version well yeah he did see the alpha version of microsoft 2020 no doubt they have a copy of it right and down low for you know for, for i've seen it period and down low below 100 feet it's not that great as far as what we saw now are they going to come out with something better than what they've, they've shown so far in the alpha version in the beta perhaps but down low you know explain autogen underground even though the buildings are all fake and plausible environment it's detailed it it's not detailed as as the last time i saw it the way it looks in, in flights in 2020 so i'm kind of worried about that is that going to be improved and so forth you know so maybe that's why austin had the sentiment about ah you know that um, i'm not for that stuff because he kind of mentioned that when we did the interview with him could be but it's a lot left to be seen once we see it on the 18th I mean, he has, I'm, not, I'm not saying he doesn't have good points about the drawbacks of ortho imagery because they definitely are there. Um, but 
you can only hate on them so long because from from just a few thousand feet up, they look phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. Five hundred feet up, it looks brilliant. Like <laughs> wow, it still blows you away when you see it. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I did. I did a. I got. I've been uh, installing a lot of ortho on my computer lately because I decided to delete P3D and that cleared up a lot of space on my computer and ortho really does make a huge difference. Um, And I'm curious to see whether or not his hatred of ortho kind of goes into this mode where he understands that people really enjoy ortho because I don't know about you, Norm, but I, it seemed that he was only speaking for himself when we asked him that ortho question. When he was, when we, we asked him, it, it seemed like he was putting on the idea that I really hate it, but that doesn't mean I'm not necessarily going to work with it, work with the idea of ortho, because he, he did acknowledge at, at least, he, not like outwardly, but it did seem to me at least that he was, he, he did understand that other people really loved it and that with that, he he might actually have the thing in the back of his head that he might want to do something based off of that. I don't know. And I'm sure they have team, it on their mind. Um, you know, it's not just Austin, it's his company. It has been on the, the team's mind that's working. And if they got Vulcan out, what's the next big thing for them? Since Vulcan is done, the stutters are gone. It's got to be orthogen. You, you got to look at it like, hey, there's a competitor here that's going to come in the market and all of a sudden we're not going to be heard, heard about again. What are we going to do? You cannot just not respond to it. You know what I mean? They're thinking about it. At least the team is. And they just have to maybe convince Austin, like, yeah, well, we got to do this and we'll see where it goes. But as you said, Soul, I can't fly without ortho. And nobody is going to want to fly in a simulator without some kind of ortho once Microsoft comes out with 2020. That's the thing. That's how good it looks. You know, it, it's, it's, not even, it's beyond plausible. It's real. <laughs> you know? So... Yeah, maybe yeah, they have that. We just got a trick up their sleeve, and, though. We don't know. Maybe they have true. some Autogen fantastic guru guy who's come in and is just doing something behind the scenes that we don't know. Yeah, I mean, or I remember like, reading something about them getting a a patent. Yeah. For I like, I, I remember them them getting some sort of either a patent actually. Or maybe they bought a satellite imagery company. Um, I don't remember what it was. It was some sort of deal or something that I briefly read on um, in an IGN article uh, because sometimes IGN dips their feet into uh, like flight simulator stuff whenever it's like kind of major. And I mean, if that's true, um, sometimes I even forget myself that X-Plane isn't Austin Meyer. X-Plane has so many other great people who are working for it and who are producing uh, great sounds and great images and and working really hard to make X-Plane a great simulator. And just because Austin says something doesn't mean it's, mean it's the end-all be-all. Because, I mean, he he kind of said it himself. He has a pretty big part there, but he really only works like religiously on the flight model. That's kind of his main job. So, I mean, he might be saying, I hate ortho and all this, but there might be another side to it that where people are actually 
really working on that and we might be surprised yeah, give give austin a wireframe sim as long as that <laughs> model is good he's okay with it <laughs> yeah i think that's that's a really good point too is that austin austin is not the only hand in in the x-plane game by by a long shot yeah so i mean we've we've talked about the this this comparison a lot between the two and, and ortho stuff um i'm kind of curious as to what all three of your perspectives are um i mean i can talk later about my perspective on it from a media perspective uh, i use perspective a lot there <laughs> from the media point of view um but i mean let's let's just start with bill from a developer standpoint um and magnus you can definitely chip in on this as well uh how do you feel about the sim and what are you looking to do in it and what are you hearing and and all of that well i you know i'm so stoked about the sim i really am i'm uh j just the just from what we've seen so far and you know again we can't like delve deep into what we love and hate about it because we are still under NDA. But um, I just think it's gorgeous. I think it, it's got a, the most beautiful lighting engine I've seen ever um, in a flight sim. It's, it's definitely the, the right up there, the equal of, of the, the most popular AAA games, I think. Um, and I've seen, I can, I can say without saying who, whose pictures I've seen, I've seen a couple of screenshots of some third-party add-on scenery it was good stuff to begin with. I mean, let's face it, this is beautiful work that we're talking about, but I've seen it ported over to FS2020 and it is phenomenal. It is smashing. It is so realistic, you know, and the the, the weather effects and everything interacting with buildings and the lighting, it just blows my mind. So I, I'm, in, I'm in a weird position right now because I'm in the middle of a big project and I had planned on that project coming out for FS2020 later you know uh, several months later when i thought it was going to release so we've been putting all of our effort into a p3d and and possibly explained version and hadn't really been thinking about 2020 and now all of a sudden 2020 is on the doorstep and i really want to just stop everything and, and and port things over and check it out in in the sim but at the same time i don't really want to blow momentum i want to keep it going and finish it for one platform um, but I'm I'm really excited to port things over and see how they look in the new sim. No doubt about it. How about you, Magnus? So you develop X Enviro, so you have the weather uh, side of things. What are your thoughts on all of it? Yeah, um, the weather in in um, Microsoft Flight Simulator is. It is really beautiful, and I really love everything that they're putting into it. To it, the dynamic, the complexity, and um, uh, like ridge winds and all of that. It's it's really complex, and I really like what they've done. The only thing that I think that could have been done not better something that i kind of lack and want to experience more is good mundane weather if that makes sense every shot has been epic everything looks fantastic they have great and the lighting i really agree with you bill that the lighting is fantastic and that makes up a lot of how the weather is perceived as well um 
I would love for Hex and Pyro to have the same headroom as the guys who have uh, who do the weather in uh, MSFS. It's um, <laughs> there's um, there are many limitations in X Plane right now, and I know that people are going to again. Oh, excuses, bloody blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are excuses. Of course, they are excuses, but. Um, they're real <laughs> there are real yeah. limitations i have had the saying for a long time and i've beat that cat to death like almost literally uh, <laughs> it is as if you're trying to uh fit a angry cat into a shoebox that is traveling at 200 miles per hour <laughs> damn <laughs> uh, at least yeah it <laughs> it's an exaggeration of course but um yeah, the headroom would be awesome. I think Vulcan will actually be a savior there for for the development of the weather in uh, in Explain. If if that's X Laminar themselves who do that, or X Enviro, or uh, Ultra Weather, or Max FX, or whoever um, that does the weather in there, the, the headroom will be such a relief when Vulcan uh, actually releases. So I really hope that they do release Vulcan sooner than later. Um, but yeah. Um, the weather in uh, MSFS, it, it looks fantastic. Everything looks fantastic. The only gripe I do have is kind of when you get down low, like it's been also been mentioned. Um, right. But well, it's it's stuff that will be like when Orbex comes in, that will be mended. <laughs> I guess. Gotcha. Well, here's a question, Magnus. I mean, um, do you think there's going to be a room for improvement of the default weather? I mean, even though the default is like better than anything we've ever seen, do you think you're going to find space in there as a developer to improve on it? Yes, Good. and I already see that uh, definitely. Uh, the the clouds are. Well, it depends on the scenery uh, or the scene of the clouds. I think the they often look like dust storms. Um, you have some you have some elements of that. It's 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 hard for one team to keep everything into account in such a time frame that I have they have been developing. Well, I almost take that back since they've been developing this for five and a half years at least or something like that but mm. but but still when you're when you're into something and you don't get the immense feedback from here and there then you kind of they have created something that's really beautiful and it is a very good starting point but you can always improve definitely um so yeah I mean, I'm not a developer, but I've heard from a few developers about, you know, this thing about, and they announced it, the, what do you call it, the add-on store, basically. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the worry is, of course, you know, what's the cut that Microsoft's going to take from all the developers to get their stuff on the store? Uh, does this mean that there will be no longer freeware stuff out there for this particular sim? And um, what about liveries for different airplanes? Can we make third-party liveries and get them into the sim outside of Microsoft? These are the questions that, you know, um, I've heard developers have. Also, 
Uh, there's a particular tool that you have to use that's going to cost you on a monthly or a yearly basis fee to use. Um, what do you guys think about that as developers? Well, the um, yeah, let's take the tool. I think the I think Blender will have an add-on at some point. Uh, there, there will be it will be um, compatible with other stuff down the line. I do definitely think that. As for the uh, Microsoft Marketplace and the the in-game store that they're having, that's needed on their part to port stuff over to Xbox. So if you if you want your add-on to sell on Xbox, it will have to go through that store. And the store will be kind of a place where you, the add-on has been checked. There's no malicious stuff in there. There's, uh, uh, it will have a certain standard. Have heard rumors that the cut is uh, 30%, but I, I can't really say anything about that. But I think that would be one way of for Microsoft to both cover their costs and actually have something have an income over time. So it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but at the same time, from the same rumors, uh, I've also heard that they will not close down. Uh, so it will be possible to add freeware and stuff into the simulator just as you do in P3D and have done in in uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator X. What are your thoughts on that, Bill? Yeah, Bill. Well, I've you know I've I've heard I've heard all the rumors too, and honestly, I don't know how credible any of them are at this point. Um, I don't have any hard and fast knowledge about any of this, uh, which makes me pretty typical, I think. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> but the idea of the store, the idea, especially if it's an in-game store, oh my god. That would be a game changer just as an add-on developer who wants to market his product. That would be huge. Because, I mean, look at the community that we'd be reaching out to. The Xbox community is, and I'm going to be off on this by probably some order of magnitude, but isn't it around 80-plus million members who are part of the whole Xbox ecosystem? Jeez. I will look for you. Um, and if you introduce that many people to flight sims and even a fraction of a percent take it up, it's a huge change over what we have now. So um, it's it's only going to be a positive to have this store, I think. And, and like we were saying earlier, I think it's going to bring a lot of new blood into flight simming in general. Um, and some of those people are going to stick around. Some of those people are going to find out for the first time in their lives that there is such a thing as a flight sim add-on. Um, and uh, that will that will introduce a bunch of new people to the game, and that's that's worth it right there for that. I'd pay them a pretty healthy percentage to uh, to be able to access a brand new large audience like that. Yeah, for I just quickly looked at it for reference for anybody who's listening who's a big numbers person. Uh, Xbox Live has ninety million monthly <laughs> users. <laughs> um, yeah, so. That's a, yeah, that's a huge number. And I bet too that even if you aren't necessarily getting people who are going to use your add on a ton of the time, there's just going to be people who are kind of doodling around in the simulator and 
are able to pay for an add-on because they have their mother's credit card or something. <laughs> um, so that'll also bring in some some revenue as well. And how about you, Norm, from the streaming perspective, how are you feeling about it all? Uh, I mean, to be honest, um, the first thing I thought about um, selfishly when they announced it is numbers. The amount of people that potentially can come to your stream as a streamer now and look at your content that's good for you as a streamer. Your audience probably, I don't know. I have no idea, but double, right? Just out of curiosity. You know, it, here's this new game. I've never been into flight sim before. Here it is. Let's look at it. You know what? How do I fly this plane? Oh, there's somebody on YouTube or, or Twitch or whatever that's streaming it. Let me go take a look. All of a sudden, you have a new audience there. You know, so uh, that was one of the first things I thought about, you know, as a streamer is like, wow, bigger audience. Come on. That's what we want. We love the audience now, right? And uh, from that perspective, man, it's going to be tremendous. Plus, I do know that there's a lot of new streamers gearing up to stream Microsoft Lights in 2020 because I've had a ton of questions and private messages. Hey, man, what do you use? How is your setup? What microphone? What headphone? What camera? Yeah. And I tell them, oh, I said, what's going on? Oh, Microsoft 2020, we're going to start streaming. So, yeah, it, Twitch and YouTube is going to about to go crazy with streamers. You're going to be able to get on YouTube anytime and there's going to be somebody on streaming it, right? And a lot of young kids, not even all the, all the people, a lot of young, younger folks that are going to be into it. So from that perspective, yeah, I'm looking forward to it there. Um, I'm also looking forward to it just flying in a new sim. This is X-Plane has been my only simulator. I don't know the P3D or the FSX. I've only seen it. Uh, this new one as a base sim just looks damn good in the visuals, right? And this is what people love to look at, the eye candy stuff. You know what I mean? They don't know, or when you're streaming, they don't realize, well, the flight model is wrong or this doesn't work properly or whatever. They just want to be like, wow, this looks good. Fly over my house, you know, stuff like that. So um, it's exciting, man. Not going to lie. I'm still cautious. I'm still telling people, hey, you know, step back, take a breath. It's going to be good. But it, it, for me as a streamer, my kind of flying is not GA, which I think the sim is going to be good for is GA flying. I'm a tube liner guy. So within 15, 20 seconds off the runway, I'm already at what, 5,000 feet. And then within a minute or two, I'm at what, 10,000 feet. I'm going to be above all this stuff. So what I love is the ATC. It's not going to have VATSIM off the bat. It's going to have, um, it's going to have the in-game ATC, which I'm not a fan of in any sim at all. I want live. Yeah, I'm just not. I want a live, a live, um, live ATC that's working with me. It's not going to have that. Um, it's beautiful that it's going to have all the ARAC built into it, which is awesome. So you're no longer going to have to go, oh my God, I got to update 15 add-ons with the ARAC update from Navigraph or something like that. That's going to be built in. That's going to be good. Um, also, from their video that they put out, uh, you can load up the airplane at a spot in the simulator with your flight plan already loaded into the FMC. Do I want that for myself? No. I love cold and dark. I love putting all the waypoints and the routes and the, the SIDs and stars. But for all the new simmers, there you go. Boom. You can set up. You already have it right there. Airplane's ready to go. But um, I'm just looking forward to picking it up, having it, and teaching people. Uh, what's good in the game, what's not good in the game, and getting more excited, man.
So that's what I'm looking forward to in it. That's a, that's actually a, a good point right there. For new simmers, MSFS will be a godsend. For every experienced simmer, MSFS will have limitations that will make you use your usual sim for a long time still. Just uh, the camera angles, just you have camera apps, you have uh, your, uh, like you say, your uh, flight planning. Uh, every kind of integration that we are used to use will not be there off the bat. So uh, I think for many uh, seasoned simmers who are have just found the Holy Grail and <laughs> X-Plane is dead and I'm moving on and yeah, to hell with all the problems I had which probably were because you had way too many add-ons, but there are never too many add-ons, Magnus, you know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it will take time. It will take time for this simulator to, s and, and that's kind of where also the, the feeling comes in that they're pushing this out too early. It's not there yet with all the third-party uh, add-on makers. And um, yeah, um, but I'm excited. I am definitely excited. It will bring a lot for me that I will definitely appreciate. Uh, but I will not leave X-Plane. X-Plane is my, it has been... <laughs> obviously it's been my main sim threshold has been like <laughs> based on explain uh but we did once the once microsoft and asobo came out and said that we're delivering a new sim and this is what you'll get <laughs> okay we do what we're interesting interested in we write about what we're interested in and we're interested so we're gonna write about it <laughs> and make videos about it don't forget that one <laughs> well, yes <laughs> definitely red script soul <laughs> yeah 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 i definitely. mean from the media perspective it's definitely interesting because like you norm i have also just seen people who are like why are you flying x-plane when fs2020 is around the corner like even my most recent video <laughs> on ALES, people were just like, cool textures, but I don't really care because <laughs> FS2020 <laughs> is coming. And, you know, yeah. from that perspective, it, it, if, if you're constantly fed those comments, then I can see how it's really easy to forget about x and think that it's just obsolete. Um, but, I mean, I know that I'm still going to be making x videos too and it's going to be a huge learning curve for me and i think something i'm really excited for is what norm was touching on and, and how there's so many new and young flight simmers who want to get into streaming and who also want to just get into recording videos for fs 2020 and i'm actually really excited to see what comes from that because i mean let's be honest we've had the same people who have been the faces of the streaming and video world for just all the flight simulators for so many years. And like, this isn't a time when we might actually see that world change as well and see something that is really different and exciting compared to what we've seen before. Like this is a really cool opportunity for myself 
uh, because I'm going to learn how to stream FS2020 alongside everybody else. And that's going to be a lot of fun. No, you're definitely right about that. Um, <clears throat> I've seen the comments too, where, you know, um, from day one, but I'm going to go out on a limb and I'll, I'll eat my words later on if I have to. All the guys who are used to doing a VATSIM event, you're going to be coming back to fly an X-Plane. Once they get a hold of Microsoft Flight Sim 2020, give it a week. You're going to discover everything about the sim that you like, but you're going to come back and go, man, I need some action, right? It's wanting to fly by yourself and do GA up in the mountains and look at all the trees and this, the sunset and the weather and the rain, but it's the next thing to go, get on a Friday night operations when there's a 200 arrival coming into Atlanta or something like that. A lot of guys fly the simulator just to have that experience of the chaos and the madness of, of that. These guys are going to come back to explain over and over and over again until one by one, all of these things that Magnus was talking about are eventually ported over to Microsoft Flight Sim 2020. So you're going to be running two sims. Yeah, then, I mean... I... Then he, or three, there you go. Yeah, for three. <laughs> <laughs> True, exactly. You're going to be running those. You know? And then comes a the question for you guys now, hard drive space. What is that going to look like on your computer? I'd have to buy a new one. <laughs> a lot more of it. Yeah. Um, I have but... 32 terabytes, so it's no problem. Jesus. But... <laughs> can I borrow 16 of those? <laughs> you can have a couple, Bill. Uh, my lack is internet speed, and that's going to be a problem for some as well. You're not going to get the full experience uh, unless you have a decent en internet speed. So you're kind of MSFS is kind of excluding. Uh, I'm not going to say some parts of the world, but a large uh, a large number of people uh, who won't be getting uh, the full uh, experience. Luckily, I am getting fiber and uh, right into my wall is actually being set up. But um, so I'm going from two megabit to 50. So I'm going to have a stroke once that is, <laughs> <laughs> once that is up and running. But um, the yeah, hard drive space, you don't really need that much. You 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 will need hard drive space for, or it, it will be convenient for you to have hard drive space for the areas that you fly often. But I have all of Northern Europe in ortho. And I have parts of US in ortho. And I have parts of, uh, I have Orbex, everything that they have released. <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, for X-Plane. So I'm used to having to have a lot of hard drive space. And I think large parts of the community are also used to having that. Mm. Um, it's the, for, for the, and for the new, newcomers, it will depend on their internet speed, mostly. Now, here's here's a question. So, you know, Microsoft is streaming all this stuff, and you bring up a very good point with internet speed. Uh, but we also talked about the store earlier, um, the dedicated store. Do you, do we think that Microsoft is eventually going to be communi uh, communicating to uh, developers that they have the option to stream their sceneries as opposed to 
when you purchase it from the store that it downloads and how do um i guess bill is the best person to ask about this um but I, anyone else can chip in as well how do you feel about that about streaming sceneries and instead of just the typical way that we're used to doing it where we just throw it into a folder and then it's all done i think whatever gets it in there the fastest and with the least amount of hassle is the best way to do it i'm perfectly fine with streaming it in there i think it's a it's probably probably the way we're headed in general for everything is going to be streaming it in um probably yeah but in terms of hard and fast here's what i think is going to happen i don't know i think it's probably going to be streamed yeah i think uh i think that's our future i mean i mean generally speaking how how does everybody feel like this is going to change the community do we think that long term there's going to be a lot more community members who happen to stumble across the simulator through xbox or just dueling around in the microsoft store or do we think it's going to be a temporary influx of people and then things are going to um level out over time i think it's going to expand the community pretty significantly just anecdotally and and this is just my experience but just in the last two weeks on uh twitter i've had two people come to me uh, one guy that that used to be an employee of mine like 23 years ago, who's still he's still involved in tech, but he's never really been interested in flight sims. Um, and, and another friend who doesn't really have a tech or a flight sim background. And they both said, hey, what's the deal with this new flight sim? That's kind of cool. I think I'm going to grab that. And I'm like, if people are coming to me who've never experienced a flight sim, but they've heard about this one, that that can only be great for the community. Yeah, I've I'm I'm experiencing the the same like people that I've never even seen in a setting of anything to do with flight, let alone jumping higher than their knees. Um, <laughs> they uh, yeah, I've been approached by people and they've been asking me about this flight simulator and if they know that I'm in flight simulation. Um, I've not been doing anything else since uh, the past two and a half years, and I tend to not talk about anything else. Um, mm. but um, yeah, absolutely, a lot of interest from parts of, like, from people that I wouldn't imagine that had an interest in it, and I think the way that uh, Microsoft and or Asobo is doing doing this and this becomes also a huge fear among the hardcore simmers is it kind of looks like a game mm -hmm. uh, when you when you first approach it so you have to be aware of the uh, the power that's beneath what you're seeing when you first load this up uh because it's it is a full blown sim, but it's dumbed down to Xbox level to get people in, and that it will be a definite gateway for kids to come in and learn the basics, and then when they're more curious, then oh, there's add-ons, this add-ons, that, and they, I think it will be, um, we will have a huge hype. We will have a huge uh, disappointment among the seasoned simmers who 
were like, oh, X-Plane is dead. <laughs> um, and they will fall back, but it will be after the hype has laid down, we will have a train coming in that's unstoppable of young people and people that have discovered flight sim for the first time and will be staying a large part some of them will be staying for a long time yeah microsoft really knocked it out of the park with the cinematics when they introduced it that's what everybody saw go wait a minute is this real or is this a game is a sim yeah that the cinematics is what got everybody's attention and got everybody talking i mean i've even yeah. heard conversations about people asking if there's going to be levels to unlock you know like you know other video games like you know do you do you have achievement level do you get a gold star you know things like that and i'm laughing to myself going no it's a flight sim you go point a to point b but you never know as you say once they get into it and see how addictive it is trying to land your first um, Cessna or 787 on a runway, failing at it miserably and go, you know what? I need to practice to get this right. That's going to lock in a lot of people afterwards. That's going to be the draw. You know, it's not going to be what you're used to as far as achievement levels and so forth and so on, but it's going to be, wow. And then the, the, the physics of the, the flight physics, you know, with the wind sound and stuff like that, it's going to hold a lot of a lot more people in here and maybe is it going to now take the flight sim world out of the niche market you know is it i'm kind of excited to also just see what new flight simmers do i've i've had like this it's not a dream but it's like a very vivid thought of as soon as the flight simulator releases just going to a really popular airport like LAX for instance and then popping on the multiplayer mode and just sitting and watching what happens uh and and kind of seeing what these new these people who are new to the simulator do with it you know there's of course going to be people who are just crashing into the runway because that's just that, yeah I mean because that's just the that was the joke with FSX when it had its multiplayer and I 100% sure it's going to happen again um but I'm also, it'll be interesting to see what people do with it as well. Um, and I, I, I'm i optimistic, though. I mean, I, I, like you, Norm, am afraid of some people who don't won't take it as seriously as well, um, especially when it comes to VATSIM, because once VATSIM and uh, IVAO and Pilot Edge move over there and get everything set up, which I bet you is actually going to be rather quick, um, considering what I've heard about the similarities in structure compared to p3d um then that i think is going to be really interesting to see um and i wonder if they're like speaking about that internally at VATSIM, how they're going to handle other like new users um who are either not fully experienced in the world of VATSIM, um who or who are just there to troll mm -hmm. hmm. Here's a question for developers. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say before we move back into development stuff for a minute, the other thing that occurred to me the other day is that it's coming along at a really interesting time, just sort of in the life of the world. Um, this is the first time, I believe, that we've seen a program try to simulate the entire planet with actual 
aerial photography and with the, the weather physics and all that. I mean, obviously, all of our sims have simulated the whole planet, but always with synthetic textures, never with this actual photography. And it lets you visit places that at the current moment, you're kind of blocked from seeing in real life. I mean, it's, it's a way to get outside of your own house and your own community, go someplace else, but do it in a safe way and do it in an accessible way. So I think just from a real sort of high level view, that's a really, it's a fortuitous time in a messed up kind of way for them to be <laughs> releasing something like this. Yeah. I mean, Don't I think have... for a second that Microsoft haven't thought about that and that's why they're pushing it. Could be. Creating rumors. I can tell you, ju just from the standpoint of planning a flight in, um, you know, uh, in Europe, uh, I live in America, or the Caribbean, or South America, or South Africa, and flying those places with a little bit of autogen that I have, I almost feel like I'm there. You know, you get the mountains, you get the textures, and then with this now, it's going to kick it up a notch. So you're you're definitely going to be there virtual reality, you know, right away. So you're right. I think that's going to be, that's a huge thing to consider that within minutes on your desktop, you can be in a whole different environment or a country or place. And it's, and it's 99% plausible. That's crazy to think about. That's true. And the educational you. possibilities are amazing. I, mean, I could see this thing being used in classrooms. Yeah. You know, mm. To teach geography oh, yeah, or, you know, whatever. I, but we're one step closer to my childhood dream of having kind of uh, a whole world simulated where you can uh, fly your aircraft and you land it somewhere and there's your car waiting for you and you take your car and you drive like a maniac on your family roads. <laughs> Uh, and on the way you, you either rob a bank or save a bank or whatever. Um, like having everything simulated um it's both scary but it's it's so it's such a uh it would be so cool <laughs> my it, inner child is like oh this is awesome it's the movie ready player one you guys ever seen that movie yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely wow yeah. i mean i think that i really think that's next honestly i mean we had tai chef on and he was saying his perspective on the whole thing is that this is basically Microsoft's way of talking to their investors and saying, this is what we can do with this uh, technology now. Because, I mean, if you guys remember when they announced it uh, about this time last year on actually, um, like that was like their big announcement. And that was what everybody was writing about. And that was what they hyped up the most compared to the rest of their announcements. Of course, there was the Xbox. Actually, was the Xbox announced at the same time? I don't remember. Um, maybe it was. Uh, but that was their big announcement. And I, it, as Ty said, it's kind of like they're showing people that this is what they're able to do. And I think with that, that's like, as you said, it's one step closer to having an entire simulated world and maybe that's what microsoft is after inevitably as well and that's a really exciting thing to think about now as far as i know this is the first time anybody in any game or anything has literally n not created a plausible world but actually created the world yeah like you know this this is the building this is what it looks like this is your street this is your neighborhood this is it this is not like 
a set of autogen stuff that pops up because it's Europe or America or something like that. It that's crazy to think about, you know, and it's there and it's only going to get better. That's the thing. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be the, the future is awesome and scary as hell. True. There's yeah, I want everyone to see uh Goodbye Uncanny Valley of uh, Alan Warburton. Uh if I pronounce his name right, I don't know. But it's it's kind of about where um, CGI came comes from and where it's headed and where 3D modeling and everything is heading, and stuff like deep fake, uh, all of that stuff. That's the scary part. We're kind of in the in the in the fun part here, definitely. Uh, but we're seeing kind of crossovers here. I'm, I'm, I, I fail to see how flight simulation gets scary. Uh, but the technology and everything is moving. It's, it's, it's not only moving fast. It's like moving faster every year. And uh, just like five or ten years ago, you couldn't even imagine something like deep fake or, or stuff like that. This is uh, really interest, interesting stuff, but scary. I mean, the, did you did you see that mm-hmm. Linus video, the uh, Linus Tech Tips video that he did, where he uh, he had um, one of his staff members basically act out the entire thing, and then they deep faked Linus's voice and his yeah. entire face and like hair and everything. Yeah, and it was like obviously you can tell. But yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> impressive. the The only uh, good feel I had about this is the amount of work they had to do to, to pull that off. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so it wasn't we're that we're, easy. we're not there yet, where just some douchebag can go on the internet and uh, like fake my face somewhere. <laughs> uh, but that's coming. That is coming. We will we will be having trouble distinguishing truth from uh, uh, from lies, uh, and that's coming just down the road. It's about the valid validity of uh, of imagery, and that's a whole new uh, problematic that we as a human race will have to relate to. And uh, I really hope that people like Elon Musk and like whoever is pulling these strings um, have their heads out of their asses and actually watch <laughs> this with uh, with vigilance. Or this in is, case of Elon is... can get it out of there. <laughs> there are a lot of heads up in asses all around the place. But, um, and th- those are the scary ones, <laughs> to be honest. The first time I watch a rocket booster return to Earth and land, Side by yeah. side, I'm like, yeah, this is deep fake. This can't be real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it almost it it looks kind of like yeah, it's so unbelievable that you yep. you're like, wait a minute, and then and then you figure out like, okay, this is actually something that I have to relate to, uh, because this is now an empirical truth. my nature is to be skeptical of everything i see even my own experience to some extent but some things you just have to okay this is i have to relate to this because everyone else believes in this um i'm drinking red wine so i'm i'm getting philosophical philosophical 
It's getting better now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, goodbye, <clears throat> Uncanny Valley. Watch that yeah. one. It's it's short. It's just to the point in the in the three um, D modeling world. Loved it. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. You got the name right. It was Alan Warburton. So I'm going to watch that yeah, when we're cool. done here. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like the Microsoft cinematic video. The day it dropped, before that day, before that minute, all we knew was P3D, FSX, and Xplane. And all yeah. of a sudden, this cinematic comes out, and we're like, oh, hell no. I used to Oh, yeah, really... I remember that vividly. The, yeah. the Pelicans and the uh, Cessna. Over the wall, yep. Yeah. yeah. That, and... That's the, the corner right there. We turned a corner that day, now we can't unseat and go back you know yeah what we're taking from this that microsoft is and asobo is delivering a leap it is a leap yeah and it's it's exciting that such a leap is happening in our community too our little niche of a community they're doing such a huge leap that is not only a leap for flight simulators but also just gaming engines in general like I'll, we, I'll turn that around and say, finally, it's coming <laughs> to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one I do agree with, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just, it, it's really exciting. And, you know, regardless of what happens, whether or not we have a bunch of internet trolls that are there uh, for a temporary amount of time, or whether we have to deal with squeakers on VATSIM or... Um, you know, whatever it's, I, it, I, we're going to come out of the other side and it's going to be really exciting uh, because they're, as you said, it's such a leap and it's happening on our little niche and you know, what's better than that? Well, let's talk rumors. I mean, what airplane, what um, quote unquote um, study level aircraft are we going to get and when? Oh, PMDG is obviously going to come out with something like before 2020 ends i'm i i'm like almost certain of it (laughs) that shortly you think yeah yeah i bet that they've that they already yeah have a lot of like communication with them considering how big pmdg is and how they've already partnered with orbex like I'm, i'm sure something's coming out that quickly i mean they they already spoke about like when you could buy their uh their new 737, whatever it's called, the NGXU. Um, when you could buy that, you automatically had the option to buy it for FS 2020. Like that's, I, I'm sure that that's probably one of the first planes that's going to come out. And they're probably. doing it specifically because they know they can make a ton of money off of it. Yeah, they will definitely have stuff on the marketplace when the marketplace launches. If the marketplace launches alongside with the sim, we don't know, but it should launch shortly after and it will be populated with something. So you're right. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, I mean I mean you're you brought up how it's probably going to be populated with something that for all we know they're actually probably working with a lot of other developers um to try and get their things on the marketplace so then it doesn't just feel like a a graveyard or just like a desert <laughs> of absolutely <true>. nothing <laughs> so i mean i wouldn't even i would like with that said i wouldn't be surprised if pmpg even got more than just one thing out onto the marketplace and i'm sure that orbex with their partnership is going to get a handful of things on there as well yeah <clears throat> 
I'm sure those guys had a jump on everybody else. I mean, when they had announced that they're not going to do anything for X-Plane, it was like, yeah, they're diverting all your attention, you know, um, to this new sim coming out. So I'm, I'm hoping that there is something to have, put it that way. You know, I don't want to wait six months for the first um, um, study level airplane to come out or something like that. I want some stuff now. You know, see, I haven't even seen the sim yet and I want it already. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure the, I'm pretty sure we'll get quite a bit once it first releases because people, including Threshold, which I'm not going to talk about just yet. Um, actually, no. By the time that this is released, you'll have seen it. Uh, we're releasing a Microsoft uh, flight simulation hub on our website. It actually goes up the day that we're recording this, so you'll probably know about it if you're. If you've made it this far into the recording, um, but you know we we dropped everything to do that. Like my production schedule for videos kind of just went away, and I started working on stuff to put over there. And um, Norm and I, after we talk to guests or before we talk to guests, we often talk to them off recording for quite a bit of time. And I'm not going to say any names uh, because we were told this in confidence that we wouldn't say anything. Um, but quite a few people that we've talked to have privately talked about their plans for FS 2020 with us. And because of that, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a handful of add-ons rather quickly after release. Like I would say a month or so is when we can expect some P3D ports. Um, unless Bill understands the porting process more than I do and thinks that I'm just <laughs> spewing malarkey. <laughs> No, I have no paragon of understanding when it comes to this sim. I, I'm still just getting my feet wet, really, with it. So it seems... I, I will say that um, uh, I've seen a lot of... Just from behind the scenes and talking to other developers, there was a, a sudden up, uptick last week when they announced the actual release date in anxiety among the developers. And if you if you boil it all down, if, if you if you distill everything that everybody was saying, all the angst... And the pain that they were spewing out privately, what it comes down to is I wasn't ready to release products on August the 18th. I'm not to that point of being able to do that. And for about two seconds, I bought into it. I was, I was really, I was like, felt my chest tighten, you know, I'm like, feel, feel that anxiety starting to come on. And then I, then I just stopped and I thought, why? What difference does it make whether I have a product ready on August 18th or not? Who remembers who's the first person to release a product for X-Plane 11 or, or P3D3 or something was? No one cares. Once you're into it by a couple of months and the products are coming out fast and furious, nobody remembers who the first people to, to bring a product out were. It's not like we're going to, if you don't release in the first week, you're going to be buried and you'll never be heard from again. It's not how it works. And get your load to shore first. Yeah. <laughs> true it's true yeah it's i'm, I'm not going to cut corners i'm not going to i'm not going to release a half-baked product just because it's august 18th and therefore it's somehow magically time to do it i'm gonna, I'm gonna do it when it's ready yeah just like with uh with x enviro we've been developing this what is now nine months nine months i thought it would be three but we're in, we're nine months in, and we're we're still kind of uh, deep in in some challenges that uh, we'll get through, but we probably won't be ready for the eighteenth. Yep. But first, 
the 18th has nothing to do with the work that we're doing for X-Plane. Yeah, it's just a day. It is a day. It's something that releases. It really releases regardless. If we, if we, it would even be more um, sensible to now wait out, wait for the hype to die down, and for the hardcore simmers to get their tails behind their between their legs <laughs> and come back to what they know and what they are used to, and then those people will buy the product. And that would be when? Closer to Christmas? We won't be waiting for that either. If Xenviro is ready on the 18th, we'll wait two days, (laughs) perhaps. (laughs) But we won't won't be dictated by this either. We have work to do and we'll finish this work and... Um, so that's my main job publicly right now is to tell people that, dude, chill. Yeah. <laughs> we, dude, we, chill we, should be the, the <laughs> motto for the next three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. chill. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. to market is not always the best to market. You know what I mean? So. Wow. I mean, how do you think, um, you know, again, back to you guys, developers, I mean, they'll check your software for uh, errors or malware or whatever else. But what about quality? Do you think they have any kind of say in that or they just won't care? Just any, I think they're going to care at least somewhat. I don't know how picky they're going to be, but I think it would be probably in their best interest to be gatekeeping uh, a bit of quality. Yeah. It would definitely be in their best interest to keep some kind of quality. Absolutely. Because that's one thing um, I he- I've heard a lot of people say. No more gone are the days when you get a product and it's not up to snuff. You know, it's going to be the best. It's going to be A1. So I'm wondering. If you only buy through that store, yeah, probably. But there will be, as far as I know, there will be a free market for add-ons for MSFS. And hmm. those will be sold either through the developer's own um, uh, channels or through uh, third-party uh, stores like ours or whichever. But so you you will have um, we have a quality check in our store. Um, not every store has that, um, so you will be. You will be at risk of buying something that you don't like in the end. And that's, yeah, I'm not going to name names. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, I I think it would be definitely like Bill says, it will be in their best interest to have, um, have a quality check for what they sell in their store. I think to some extent that has also been something that has benefited us. The fact that we are, uh, I hope we are regarded as a company that does deliver uh, quality. We don't by any means have quantity. Uh, I'm working on that, but we do have quality. Yeah. I mean, I, in my perspective, I don't release a video if I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> so if, if I record something and I or start to record something and I'm like this is the worst thing ever and I 
really don't want to be flying with this product, then that's exactly what I do. I just don't fly it and I don't do a review or something on it. Um, I, I bet that Microsoft it's, is probably the same, but there also is probably, unfortunately, the side to it where it's just like money is money. And I'm sure that that might, that that's going to be something that eventually happens later down the line is that the approval process is going to start to get messy and things are going to start releasing on their store that aren't as quality as the things that started on it. Maybe one thing that has set this project from Microsoft and Asobo apart from everything else that I have seen ever is that they actually apologized for Microsoft Flight. They apologized for uh, uh, something that they made earlier mm -hmm. that didn't deliver what was expected by the community. And they do definitely, and they had at least up until now, uh, a very sane approach towards the community and a very good and uh, open approach where they're completely honest on what they're doing, what their faults were. And I really do hope they continue that because that they will win with that in the end. Yeah. I. I'm curious about one more thing. Um, and then unless we have any other thoughts, we might want to start wrapping up soon. Um, what do you guys think about the clash between X, the X-Plane market and the P3D market? Because the X-Plane market is, in terms of aircraft, is typically seen to be the less strong of the two. But the P3D market is seen to be the more expensive of the two. How do you guys feel like those two are going to go together uh, and what is going to happen? Um, I'd love to know your thoughts because I personally have no idea. Well, it's kind of a new environment for all of us, isn't it? I mean, even if you, even if you fly P3D all the time, to go into Microsoft Flight Sim at this point, it's a whole different experience. It really doesn't. It, it has about as much bearing on your, your previous simming as, as jumping to X-Plane would. I think um, they're just all very different animals. I do know, and I can only speak as, as a developer because I really honestly have not had much time lately to be part of communities and talk to people outside the dev world much. But I have a finite amount of time to develop um, and always our focus has got to be on what is going to give us the best return for all that development time. And I had started a couple of years ago um, to sort of turn focus to being much more inclusive of the X-Plane world. And in all brutal honesty, I'm kind of having to rethink that now because I haven't seen any, any uptake in my X-Plane scenery sales in the last year or so. Um, there's still a pretty small fraction of my P3D sales. And now I kind of think that FS2020 is going to take a pretty good chunk for itself as well. So I, I'm expecting, and I, I kind of hope I'm wrong, but I'm kind of expecting that the X-Plane market will will thin out to the point where it might not be worth it for me to keep developing for it. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I was just in X-Plane the other day. I was check, checking something that somebody had posted a tech support request about PDX, and I was checking it in X-Plane. And I haven't really loaded X-Plane much lately just because I've been busy. 
and I'm, I'm on the beta program. So I was, uh, I think it was, uh, 11.5 beta 14, whatever dropped most recently. Um, and I was just knocked out by how great it looked. I had forgotten how great it looked and it's so smooth, you know, and I went in there and, and was playing with my settings and, uh, didn't realize that I had, had actually not checked the use Vulcan box and my graphics. I'm like, check that. And then everything got even smoother. I'm like, holy crap. I can't believe that I'm not able to spend more time with this. It makes me sad that I don't sell more units for X-Plane because I would love to spend more time with it. I really would. Yeah, there are a couple of uh, challenges that developers will face, definitely. But I think it it's kind of different if you're developing um, scenery versus developing aircraft or other types of, uh, of add-ons. Scenery is very easily obtainable by, through, uh, through piracy, sadly. And uh, my fear is that X-Plane will be a place where that kind of thrives. And that I don't know how, I don't know even if Microsoft will have any DRM or any security on streaming would be one of those things. Streaming scenery would be a DRM for scenery in, in Microsoft Flight Simulator. So that would be a reasonable way to, to go for them economically. Um, but it's a challenge and it will be a challenge. And like you say, uh, we sadly see that as well. Scenery just doesn't sell because you, 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 it, it is on, on pirate sites, the day it's released. And, um, there are some mechanics that have to come into place sometime for all of the platforms to, for smaller developers to survive in my mind at least um so yeah i mean now uh, piggybacking on what um bill and magnus is saying i think um <clears throat> or explain um a lot of developers have projects that have been, been been working on and i think they're going to be getting them out pretty quickly maybe even quicker than they wanted to so they can turn their attention to microsoft lights and um, when it comes out and then there might just be a drought with X-Plane with any kind of new thing after that. You know what I mean? Um, X-Plane is going to need something new, um, from their team to get people to go, Hey, look at us. We're still here. Or here's what's new or back to the ortho thing that we talked about. X-Plane is going to need something new to come out other than what's there now to get developers back and the people to come back over and look after, after. 2020 is out um and i don't know what that's going to be or when that's going to be but i just see people releasing products left right and center just to get them off get it off their 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 plate it's done so they can concentrate on this new thing coming up and um that sounds unfortunate feels unfortunate to me but we just have to see how it goes I will be staying in X-Plane myself i'm still waiting for goran's uh, saab version 2 Right. Um, and I will fly the hell out of that aircraft when it comes, even if that is on the 18th. 
I'm waiting for the um, Q for XP personally. Once FlyJSON releases that, it's over. <laughs> Explain this. <laughs> I'm totally in Explain again. Yeah, th there is a lot of stuff that is coming for Explain that has been planned for a long time. And I really hope they don't. I think I really hope they do bring those goods to the shore before they even think of uh, turning around to MSFS. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it'd be such a shame if I and I Bells just scrapped their A three hundred and was just like, I know they're not going to, <laughs> but yeah. oh, like, they won't. No, yeah, no, no, they won't. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it would be such a shame if something like that happened. Like people, yeah. they work so hard in these things, and it's just like, oh, FS twenty twenty is coming. Yeah. Sorry, guys, you're not going to get that unless you buy the new simulator. And that's a good thing for for Explain versus twenty twenty is like for them to get a A three hundred starting now. Here. You here we go. Go develop an A three hundred for for Flight Sim twenty twenty. How long is that going to be? The MD eleven from Rotate is coming out. Fly oh. JSIMQ. You know what I mean? I oh, about there's that so plane. much goodies. I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, there's some other team that's working on the triple seven X. You know, with the folded wing tips and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So there's life still in the other Sims. I would say. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything that we haven't really talked about that somebody wants to bring up or uh, shall we go our separate ways and uh, say some final words? <laughs> I think we'll have a after podcast talk. <laughs> I still have wine in my glass. So we are approaching, uh, we're above the hour mark. We anyway. are. 121. 121, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, but no. Well, everybody, thanks for coming and uh, talking FS 2020. Uh, maybe we'll have another one of these chats once it actually drops and we'll eat some of our words or, I don't know, something else. <laughs> we'll call it FS 2020 Reality Check. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is that's a, a good, good name. True. Yeah. yeah. 